All right, here comes that screaming sound again, the scream of Tom Friedley flowing around obstacles. Going to do a dual recording here. It is really hard to be a success in life. You know what? There's going to be no edits today. This is going to be Tom Friedley's hard-fought um, meditation against perfection. John Black is a good friend of mine. Go to at Black on Blues on Twitter. We know each other from Epoch's Coffee and then my house in Hyde Park. Actually, that part of... It's not actually Hyde Park where Epoch's is. I got put out of there for calling uh, my would-be consulting lawyer, Wilson McVicker, the F word for homosexual. <laughs> all right, so we're just riffing here. Tom Friedley flowing around all the, all the obstacles put in his way. So today, Tom meditates, gets over himself on perfection. John Black, God love him, always reminds me, Tom, when you're creative folks, creative folks, we always are battling um, the stream of genius coming through us. And we want to tweak it perfectly. John is always there, God love him, to remind. Tom, do not let the perfect become the enemy of the good. Follow John Black. He is a locally award-winning novelist in the, let's say, Arthurian milieu. Um, he's just a great guy. Um, we have University of North Texas in common. He went there for journalism. I was on my way for the famous music programs under Dr. Leon Breeden. And then the drum teacher who taught there in the junior college I went to talked me into, um, you know, made it clear that, that an education in music was not the same as being a musician. Tom, he said, you're not going to learn how to be a musician. This is a school... The school program is tailored for those who want to get a education, uh, postgraduate degree, graduate degree, and go teach middle school band somewhere for at the time what would it be eighty, you know, twenty, thirty thousand a year, if that. Tom Friedley, close to fuck nations podcast. I'm rolling audacity with a worn out thirty five dollar podcast podcast mic, and the Android thing. The, the information age, I mean, I mean, we got to put up with how I can't get back on Twitter and we're fighting each other tribally online and the national security state is trying to lock down uh, free debate and make this great nation a tyranny in the way it's never been and will never be because Tom Freely is on the damn case. But to tell you what, this Android phone, for example, was given to me by my best trans friend. Shout out to her, she identifies. Name, name will be a secret. You have to be the Illuminati Club. But look for, she identifies as her, to do, um, I'll just give you this. The only hints are, she identifies as her, won't give you a name. Uh, Wisconsin, um, he, he was born a mother who raised him as a she. I'm going to calm down and save later the very controversial programs as we own everybody globally with Radio Zeitgeist, hashtag Radio Zeitgeist Broadcasting Network, in terms of the debate between gender dysphoria, a pathology, and transgenderism, a way of life. I'm, I know what I think. The question is, what do you think and what do you want to weigh in with? Always welcome here. You're always welcome. My show, Austin, Texas, America, the world, from, uh, let's see, from Linghai, China to Belfast, 
Northern Ireland, this is our show. There's a major, again, shift in consciousness. Carl Gustav Jung, Edward Ettinger, his most um, cogent, most academic, disciplined, considered popularizer, not Joseph Campbell, much as I love him. Those old Bill Moyer shows with uh, with him. What were they, The World of Ideas or something, PBS? I'll put links to all this stuff. When I get back on my website that I got locked out of, I'm going to love them anyway. I'm flowing around. They, they don't mean to. i got to get with Alex in Silicon Valley at odoo.com. They want me to give them money. I ain't got no money. Isn't that, isn't that a bitch? I'm literally going to be in Elon Musk's tax bracket. And I ain't got a pot to piss in right now. You know what? I don't give a flying F. I'm going to own this stuff, Mom and Dad. Peering down from beyond the simulation. So let's move right along here. Tom Freely, the Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast for today. James Howard Kunstler. Be sure and hit Jim's Patreon page. It'd be nice if someone hit mine. Not a dime. No, I put it up nearly four years ago. Not a dime. Jim's got himself a uh, precious metal sponsor. So you better hit that or some other. I met a guy here at uh, Central Market. Look for us to partner with them here in North Austin for Bat City Tejas, a live stream on video show. We're looking at YouTube, Locals. It's Dave Rubin's um, platform. We're looking at Spotify and so sure about, but I have joined Rumble so we can give love to Russell Brand, our new bestie, who already knows Spiral Dynamics. So more later on 7th Level Code Thinking. The Clusterfuck Nation Zodcast today, James Kunstler. Did they light up a cigarette afterwards? I typically do. Starts out with a quote from a man we have to get on here. One of the great journalists that used to be able to do uh, mainstream journalism until this uh, post-Trump era, Glenn Greenwald. Quote, Glenn, you'll often see him on Jimmy Dore and Tucker Carlson. Look for him here. Give me a minute. I have his, I have his email address. He doesn't know me. He's going to know me. If you want to help out with that, anyone... Um, do that. All right. Just, uh, what could you do? Oh, hit me up on Instagram, DM or whatever. T-O-M-F-R-I-E-D-L-E-Y on Instagram. Did they light up a cigarette afterwards? Uh, Mr. Greenwald, who had to walk away from his own venture at the Intercept as a NAS security state works to, the Death Star works to crunch, try to uh, block all us, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, X-Wing fighters. <laughs> Not going to happen on this Star Wars nerds watch. Glenn wrote, quote, reading all the 2016 warnings from the normalcy guardians and self-professed democracy protectors about how there's literally nothing more corrupt or dangerous than craving the prosecution of your political opponent, especially for trivial crimes, is really quite something, Glenn writes. There's a byline on Jim's blog here, Trump indicted. First former president to face criminal charges. Mr. Kunstler, my New York partner, formerly of Rolling Stone. Look for him to call in here on the new show this spring and tell Hunter S. Thompson stories. Jim McGann's The New York Times enjoyed its long-delayed tantric Trumpgasm so much today that it rolled out the full-page banner headline format, usually reserved for the commencement of world wars. They took the banner down before 7 o'clock this morning. For many of the cat ladies employed as reporters, God, I love you, Jim, cat ladies employed as reporters at the once August paper, it was the first Trumpgasm they've ever experienced in a lifetime of emotional displacement 
overheating and furious knitting of pink polyester hats for the crusade to root out patriarchal witness, wickedness. He's talking about, um, what is it? I met them when I was covering the uh, protest about going into Iraq in 04. Uh, God, it was in Crawford, Texas. I can't remember the name. Oh, Co Code Pink. Yeah, Code Pink. Continuing this fulfillment of a years-long psychodrama starring the feared and loathed occult persona of a gold-coiffed daddy, in quotes, figure who once presided in the political household, came at the hands of Dragon Slayer Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, archetype of the many long-oppressed victims worked to death in the bilges of our slave ship of state, now turn righteous woke deliverer of cosmic vengeance. This, of course, Jim writes, is brought to you by the party of hoaxes, flimflams, and mandated death shots, so it's amusing here on the sidelines to see the Times op-ed writers squirm with post-coital pleasure underneath the full-page Trump gasmic headline. The lead editorial declares, quote, even Donald Trump should be held accountable, unquote overlooking the utter absence of accountability that has been the norm in every recent insult to the nation's dignity, from wholesale and repeat election fraud to six years of lawless depravity in the FBI to overt support of Antifa in BLM street havoc to the forced, deceitful administration of deadly vaccines. Always in quote here, vaccines. As an aside, look for Tom to bring you some Austin evidence of morticians finding the alleged um, calamari, sorry it's going to put you off that now when you go to Olive Garden, uh, calamari uh, like squid blood clots coming out of cadavers. Now coincident with morticians, I am told, with mRNA biotech vaccines. This is a bioweapon. We're at war against Red China. They're working to make us our bitch. Tom Friedley on the case. Ain't going to happen on my watch. Going to stop it by any means necessary, as I uh, channel the late great Malcolm X from the other side of the simulation. Moving on, quote, How's a president's how a president's arrest can strengthen democracy. Honorary cat lady Nicholas Kristof opened, opined, repeating the bad faith trope that is legions of wokery have an interest in political rectitude, when in fact they are solely preoccupied with coercing censoring, canceling, persecuting, punishing, and defenestrating anyone who objects to their grifts and hustles. Quote, only love and a leap of faith can break through distrust. That is why a credible form of patriotism is so important right now, explained the Times official superintendent of plat platitudes, David Brooks, oh God, to soothe consciences graded by this loudish gambit to shove a political adversary off the game board in advance of an election. Joe Biden may not be your cup of tea, Mr. Brooks summed up his civics lesson, but he's restored sanity, effectiveness, and decency to the White House. Oh, geez, somebody get me a barf bag. Oh, really? Jim continues. That will surely come as news to casual observers who are watching the Joe Biden, always in quotes here, Joe Biden wrecking crew in wonder and nausea as they dismantle every institution and undermine every norm in American life. 
A more credible form of patriotism would be, say, a general strike against this cabal of degenerates, serving to remind them that at least half of the public still cares about the Constitution, the rule of law, and actual decency, not a depraved simulacrum of it. Otherwise, why would Joe Biden's Department of Justice lock up scores of January 6th protesters in the D.C. jail for years on misdemeanor charges without taking them to law? Why does the Joe Biden State Department persist in destroying Ukraine and pounding billions in taxpayer money into the place to accomplish it? Why has the Joe Biden regime adopted the drag queen as its mascot? What part of all that evinces sanity, effectiveness, and decency, Mr. Kunstler asks? It's a little early to assess the knock-on effects of the left's ecstatic Trumpgasm. A common theme flying across the web is that Alvin Bragg's jerry-rigged case will only make a martyr of Mr. Trump, neatly illustrating and personifying the government's apparent war against its own citizens, making it clear that they will stop at nothing and no one to enforce the corrupt bureaucracy's will against the public, and that the net result will be to ensure Mr. Trump's re-election in 2024. And an aside, I'm going to have to vote for the guy again. I reached out to Tulsi Gabbard. I started a document, um, again, Sproul Dynamics, Dr. Don Beck, his niece and I look for he, uh, she and I to give you a lesson online about Sproul Dynamics and Stratified Democracy, an implementation of Claire Gray's biopsychosocial systems theory. It's It worked to bring, until it's begun to come unstuck, to bring uh, South Africa into black majority rule out of apartheid. Don made 63 trips over 13 years, paid for, underwritten by John Mackey of Whole Foods. He's retired. I'm going to stay after him, see if he'll fund the next project. Uh, Don told me three years before his passing, when I asked him where we would go next, I'm not making this up, without missing a beat. He said, Tom, Ukraine. We would go to Ukraine. Let's see, in continuing, this comes at a time when the government, the Joe Biden regime, presides over the collapse of what's left of America's economy, the crack-up of the banking system, and the shocking loss of our country's influence in the geopolitical arena. All of that is manifesting as increased general hardship across the U.S. population, a whole lot of citizens going broke, going hungry, I'm one, losing their property, well, for the most part, not yet. And chattels to bankruptcy, losing their children to woke-induced psychopathology, and the final insult, being subjected to a medical racketeering operation that ruins and murders them when they get sick. Time to decide I'm reaching back out to the Attorney General of this state, and we'll look for David Martin, was way out in front of this stuff. This is not good, and David's going to make the case in front of you live on the new live stream that this goes back to the AIDS virus as the national security state finds a way to create bioweapons against its own population. Can you say Nuremberg? Wait for it, here it comes. Summing up the party of chaos, Jim Wright, looks pretty smugly secure for the moment. If Alvin Bragg's flimsy case in New York falls apart, as many expect, they have grand juries lined up against Mr. Trump in other jurisdictions, 
waiting patiently to take their turns at the political assassination of this supposed threat to our democracy. Threat to our democracy. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi declared yesterday that Mr. Trump has the right to prove his innocence. She apparently forgot how our legal system works, which is that defendants are presumed innocent, and it's the government's task to prove someone guilty. As to qualifications to be president, the Constitution simply states, a president, a presidential candidate must be a natural-born citizen of the United States. I qualify there. The resident, a resident for 14 years, that's me again, born in 58, and 35 years of age or older. I'm 65. Does that qualify? Hmm. There is no language in Article 2 that might legally prevent someone convicted of a crime, fairly or otherwise, from running for the job. Tom Friedley, the radio zeitgeist, in running for president? Nah, I don't want that job. I've just made myself Tom Friedley, the flow master general of these United States for Radio Zeitgeist. <laughs>